0: So I had a thought earlier uh, that I'm going to share with you, but don't worry, I will subtract a thought from the sermon to balance it out. I, uh, so Finn, I believe, was clapping loud uh, and turns out not on beat. I mean, just whenever the spirit moved his hands together, that's when it happened. And uh, I didn't care. You know, because I just was—I was like, I just love that he's enthusiastic. And then it hit me: like, what age do I start caring? <laughs> because I, I taught I taught percussion in Arkansas, and so I'm a, I'm a bit of a, a a rhythm guy. Let's be on beat. Let's. But it just hit me that God probably looks at all of us like I look at Finn. And. Just is excited that we're enthusiastic, and not enthusiastic on the wrong counts. So, you know what? I repent. Um, <laughs> clap. You know, not not now, <laughs> but at a time. No, I I just I love it. I love. I love worshiping with you guys. Um, the. Have you ever tried to tell somebody about somebody else and you just couldn't really convey it? You know, you just wanted to say, well, just, you just got to meet them. You got to uh, know them. You've got to, my keys are in my pocket and that's going to bother me the whole sermon. I nailed it, didn't I? Yeah. It's just, I got this, yeah. no, no. No. <laughs> Yeah. So, anyway, you're trying to, you're trying to introduce somebody, Does, you just want to, you've you got to meet them, and they're like, I don't know, and some, sometimes we have those adults in our life, we think, oh, hey, let's put them together, like y- y'all all did with Kendra recently, uh, and so you, and they're, you just want to tell you need to meet this person, they're wonderful, and they will tell me what they're like. But what if, if, if you then told them, well, they don't murder, they don't commit adultery, and they don't steal. That's not a helpful explanation of a good person, is it? It's not the next, the next, like, that, that's next level Humanity when we do not murder, we do not commit adultery, we do not steal. And so we have Jesus adding to these, showing the depth to, you've heard it said, do not murder, but I tell you, anyone who's angry with his brother. You've heard it said, do not commit adultery, but I tell you that, that seeing a woman as a product or as an object is brokenness. And it's at the heart of the law to be a fence that keeps us from getting into sin you know it's like a, it's like a a ditch of such my dad always told us don't play in the ditch now there were no cars in the ditch but there could be really he just didn't want us in the road and the ditch was a good place to say, don't play in the ditch. Just that's, that's the spot. And that's what commands are, is when you say, don't do this thing, what you're saying is, let's not get out there. But a command to do not sin is not a, a, a guideline that will make us a good human being. Not... Sinning is not the goal. And it was my goal for a really long time. And still is at times. I feel like, well, I didn't do this, and I didn't do that, and I didn't do this, and therefore I feel good. But are we good because of what we do not do? My mom was in a ladies' Bible class one time, and a, a woman who had children seven, seven years old, eight years old, and then four, I think. And she said, my children will never get a tattoo. Now, I want to tell you, she knows better now. because this was over a decade ago, and those children are grown and tatted. But my mom, who rarely speaks up in situations like that, goes, well, maybe we should think more about what our kids are instead of what they aren't. Maybe we should pay attention to who we are instead of what we aren't well, I don't do this, and I don't do that, and we don't do this, and we don't do that. Church of Christ. There's some pain in that call for me. Aren't y'all the church that... We once had a... Someone came up to me at a... It was a softball game in Arkansas... And they said, didn't y'all move a piano into that place? I was like, first of all, what? No. And secondly, our doors were built so that pianos couldn't fit. (laughs) It was a bylaw. And, but that's it, right? What a big adjustment for the churches of Christ. What a big adjustment for any, like, the, and one time we had someone say, hey, y'all are the church that, and you just, when you hear that, don't you just tense up a little bit? We did that to ourselves. Over a, over a long history, we've done that to ourselves. Y'all are the church that doesn't have instruments. What a difficult thing to be known for. I love our worship. I love our worship. I love a cappella worship. I love that I can hear the people around me. I love that I can I can accidentally start singing uh, I can accidentally start singing alto because I'm sitting next to you. And I, I love like I just pick up on people singing and I just love hearing it. I love hearing Finn clap. I love Hearing you enjoy it, I love our worship. But how we worship has become better known than who we worship. What we don't do is be- we're better known for what we don't do than what we do. You see, do not steal is pretty easy. Don't steal. Don't do it. But we are not a people known for not stealing. I I get guilty when I have someone's pen. Do you walk back in, take the pen back? Sorry, I stole your pen and the desk that it was attached to. <laughs> Don't Like, I feel guilty about that. But at the heart of what God is calling us to is is not our laws, it's not our rules. And heaven forbid we get to a place where we feel self satisfied because we've arrived at the right rules that we don't steal. Now, I feel loved by God unconditionally, and you should too. You should feel absolutely unconditionally loved by God. God loves you deeply right where you sit in your flaws and your frustrations and all of your brokenness. God loves you right there. But if we are to be the kingdom of priests, if we are to represent this God that loves us and the world so much that he sent his only son, do not steal, falls short. Just avoiding the sin falls short. We have to be asking ourselves: is, is what I'm doing bettering the kingdom of God? And really, that's, that's it. The word scriptural was thrown around a lot when I was a kid. Still is. Is it scriptural? Yeah, there's a lot of things. I mean, whew. yeah. H- have you read scripture? There's tons of things that are scriptural. But I don't, I'm guessing what they mean by that is does the Bible say we should or shouldn't do this? And are we doing it or not doing it? And God comes to the people of Israel with a with with commandments and do not steals right there in the middle of them but that's not the that's not what's going to make them good that's a starting point having told the line of our tradition having told the line of our law and and whatever it is that now is new law, it doesn't make us a good person. It doesn't make us a a good functioning member of the community of God that is representing heaven here on earth. And so what we are called to is something bigger than this. How do we find that? When you look at a command like do not steal, how do you find it? And I think the best place to find it is in community. Not just in the church, but just in your community. Is How does this command, what is it calling me to as I interact with other human beings? And God desperately wants us to value people over possessions. Right? Because when you steal something from somebody, you are hurting their feelings. I I lose stuff all the time. Set it down. I, I mean, the remote, I will... I will get up to go do something, take the remote with me, set it down, not where I'm going, just in a random place, like, like the Easter bunny of remotes, and just hide it, do something, come and sit back down, and have no idea where it is. I'm scattered like that. And so every time something's gone of mine, I think, well, I've lost it. But I was at a, uh, an amusement park one time, took my girls before uh, school started, to, hot, to Magic Springs in Hot Springs, Arkansas. Some of the deadliest roller coasters on the planet just because they were assembled a long time ago. <laughs> and we, I was leaving, and I thought, my, my wallet. And it, I mean, it had my ID in it, it had... $20. It didn't have a lot of cash in it. It had my But then they it was found and the $20 was gone. It's $20. Like may and you do that Christian thing, well if they needed it more than me, then there we go. But I did not feel that. I was sad. Like I felt wounded in a, like a Goofy way. It's like got teary talking about it to Rachel. It's like it's just so not okay. When, when you steal, obviously, like you are valuing that that thing over that person because you took the thing away from the person. But there are ways of doing that without taking the thing. Sometimes I value my stuff more than I value that person. I value my money more than I value that life or that human. And it's, it's, it's there where my heart can be examined. is what do I value? And in the end, the call is not just about possessions, but it's about people? Do we value the people in our lives? Not not more than or less, like do you even place a value on their humanity? Because I can tell you this, if you're more concerned about their sin than you are about them, you value them less than good deeds. If you're more concerned about about your uh your itinerary or your your path throughout the day that they're getting in the way of then I can guarantee you value your you value your yourself more than you value them. If you just can't stand hearing them worship God then you value the tune. More than the tone of your heart. And we, we want our way. And that can be financial. It can, it, can be, uh, it can be our itinerary. It can be just the way we thought our day would go. We want it to be our way. But when it's not. You've got to decide. Is this person in front of me valuable do I value them do I value their story do I value their upbringing do I va- or are they just an opinion that needs to be changed are they just a, a disagreement to be had are they simply a sin that I don't like or they are, are they a human created in the image of God Theft implies the removal of things from somebody. And the thing we most often pull away from somebody is their humanity. They are simply a issue, a sin, a a belief that I disagree with, and we define them like that. Just as much as we don't want to steal their stuff. We don't want to rob them of their humanity. They are beautiful in God's sight. And we are to value people as the kingdom of God. We are to value people more than anything else. To welcome people more than we welcome anything else. we we want broken lives broken relationships broken pocketbooks walking in to find the table of Jesus in this place not we aren't searching for those with the finances those with the the the, the proper style we talked a, a year ago about Good fits. Oh, they fit in well here at Glenwood. You ever had that thought? We want bad fits. They won't. They're going to make us uncomfortable. Let's sit down and worship with them. Because we are then valuing that human more than we are valuing our own comfort within this culture. We're valuing that person. Well, Benjamin, they might, they have some sins in their life. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they have a heartbeat. That's how that works. And just because my, just in the same way that my heart doesn't beat in the same time that yours does, my sins don't look like yours, do they? And so when we When we see humanity in people. And not just what they can offer us, not just what they can do for us. One of the my favorite passages in this light, right with do not steal, is Leviticus 19. This is when we start seeing not just the commands of God, but the heart of God. Verse 9. When you reap the harvest of your land, you shall not reap to the very edges of your field or gather the gleanings of your harvest, the stuff that fell on the ground. You shall not strip your vineyard bare or gather the fallen grapes of your vineyard. You shall leave them on the ground and on the edges for the poor and the alien. I am Yahweh your God. Now we're not just not stealing. But we're also not hoarding. And we're choosing to give of the abundance of our world. I feel so much love from you guys. I feel uh, the, the welcome of this community. I feel that you value human beings. And I think that to be the kingdom of priests that God has called us to be, that we're going to have to value all of humanity in a way that they might not have felt from a church in a while. No matter what they can wear. You know, when I was... In my neck of the woods... Buying khakis was one of the five steps of salvation. <laughs> this sense of like, I look how I am dressed for worship. Put on your best. It felt like we had a a floor for what it was actually. If you didn't have it, you maybe not weren't well. Maybe you weren't welcome. We want to be a kingdom of priests that values the people over their possessions, over our possessions. We want to be a people who don't harvest all the way to the edge. And in doing so, value the poor, the homeless, value the alien, people passing through, As that's kingdom work. That's more kingdom work than not pianoing, isn't it? That's more kingdom work than than having the right order. That's more of kingdom work than getting even getting every element correct. It's valuing the people over the traditions, valuing the people. Over our possessions. And valuing people over our own sense of power. And placement in this world. In the call. That we have from God. To be a kingdom to this world. To, to be an answer to the prayer. Of Jesus. Of heaven coming here. As we answer that call, loved by God, we will slowly, slowly become better and better at being that people. Before you do that, you're going to have to decide what you value most. You're going to have to decide whether you value people more than anything else. Just like Jesus. I can't read Jesus any other way. Can you? Hollering at Zacchaeus in that tree. Inviting himself to his house. Forgiving those who were crucifying him. Healing those on the Sabbath. When it just didn't seem to fit the religious tradition. He said, the law was made for man, not man for the law. Let's pray. Our Father, you are so good to us. And our shortcomings and our our brokenness as people and as, as your church, Sometimes that's just a pain inside our chests and we don't feel worthy in front of you, but you welcome us, you love us, you make us feel seen. Father, set our priorities in our heart. God, help our love for each other be evident to all. Help our love for the world be be evident to all in God. May we always value the people in front of us more than their sins, more than their disagreements, More may we always deeply value them. And may it be known not by our proclamations, not by what we might put on a church sign or what we might say out loud publicly, but God, make make it known by our actions and by our attitudes and by our intentions of talking to people that aren't like us, of loving the people around us, and being patient with those who might not have ever experienced such love. Father, bless us this week as your kingdom, as your church, as your people. Help us to love like you and to value humanity like you have valued us. It's in your son's name we pray.